some of these players way deep deeper and deeper way way down in the old betting market uh also during the break i gave uh gave the guys gave the crew my certified banger of an anytime touchdown bet for the giants cowboys game in week number one and it's not jalen higher maybe i'll reveal that on the show today i've been betted yet no markets open but uh maybe I'll, I'll give that out at some point during the show today pete futak college football news coming up in 20 minutes john daigle from four for four and bet spurts in 40 minutes pac 12 Breakdown, Lockmas meets eight buckets coming up in hour number three. Power hour, final hour, featuring all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now to kick off hour number two on this wonderful football Wednesday, one of our absolute favorite guests here on the show. I did um oh G Stack George, which is a really funny name. One of my Greek brethren. Oh, uh, does work for uh Pozzolo's uh company, The Hammer. And uh G Stack mentioned to me that Kanish had nothing but nice things to say about us, Ken. And you better you bet when he he was on George's show recently. So we appreciate that from our pal, the great I Joey so. Kanish, pros. Pro Sports Better yeah. uh, does work for our friends over at The Hammer as well. He's on Twitter at JoeyKanish22, all-around great guy, very sharp better. And, uh, yeah, I've got some bets in the account. I look at them, and I'm like, did I I didn't handicap this game. Where did this come from? It's like, oh, yeah, Kanish gave it out on the show. Like Texas A&M, 37 and a half coming up in their first game. And Kanish joins us now here on a Wednesday. Kanish, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Gentlemen, whimsical Wednesday. It may be week zero on the board, but I got the two best in the business here on YBYB. Ready to top. I can feel it, baby. I can taste it. We're this close. Uh, I can't wait to, you know, be be in the pub at 2.30 Eastern for Navy Notre Dame. Can it just like give us an idea? Because I you tweet all the time and it's very funny. And it's like, you know, Joey Cold Brew and you got like 700 grams of caffeine and you you love college football. You love betting on college football like every single game. What is, well, I mean, let's use this week. I know there's not as many games this week. So maybe it's week one's a better question, but we'll use this week. Like, what is your day? Like, what's today like or tomorrow or Friday? Like, is there a day later in the week where you're literally just like sitting at the screen and like the odds board and just, you know, injury monitor, like what is, are you just getting stuff from other people? Like what is, I'm always fascinated by kind of the pro better like day in the life stuff. Now that we're in college football season, which is one of your fortes, what is like the average during the week college football day like? Yeah, I, was, I mean, so, you know what, this week, obviously the screen moved a lot. Most of the stuff I've got now is, is filled. The bets are in. The Saturday morning is when it really kicks off. You get that? I'm got, You know, Joey K isn't exactly a 5 a.m. guy, you know, if you know, but you know me, but getting up a little earlier than normal. All right, like putting the IV of cold brew into my veins and starting it early. I know if I don't have the shakes by noon from like a little bit of like borderline caffeine overdose, I haven't done it right. Then you got the game props. You got the player props. There's a lot of stuff, FCS games, a lot of stuff that drops Saturday morning that it's it's like a mad rush where, you know, the week, it's been a slow burn for the most of the summer. A lot of these lines have been out. But the first Saturday uh, and any every Saturday, but it's probably you know taking uh, you know, years off my life. But yeah, Saturday morning it's go time. 
There's a lot of, uh, you know, the new market, the smaller niche markets that open up before the games. Um, and let's just say I'm, I'm, I'm having, uh, well, I think the Surgeon General would probably not recommend how much caffeine intake that I have on a Saturday. I have, like, think about how nuts I am. I have, like, one thing of cold brew and, like, I'm shaking. And, like, so, like, I don't even, like, I can't even, like, think about, like, you're not Joey Coldbrew. This is Joey Coldbrew we're talking to here. Yeah. Well, I think Kanish is also, like, a little younger than us, so maybe he can, maybe he can get away with it a little bit more. And Um, crazier. Definitely crazier. Uh, Kanish, as, as we await this glorious Week Zero College Football Saturday, your one singular favorite bet on the board is what and why? I, you know, and just to put a bow on that, uh, that, that like, Joey K runs a little hot, hot already. So adding the cold brew to them, I'm one of those people that you probably should, you know, should be having a, you know, a, something, whatever the opposite, like a, like a, like a, a decaffeinated tea instead of a cold brew. But we're not stopping, baby, because week zero favorite bet on the board as we speak. I'll give you two of them. You know what? I think this Ohio, there's still some two-and-a-half out there on Ohio, San Diego State. That's one we've talked about on the show over the summer. I, I think it's going to keep going down. I think we might close pick. I think Ohio is live in that game and wins the favorite. And another one we talked about, UTEP, Jacksonville State over. We talked about this when it was 51-52 last week. I'm, I'm still okay. 53-and-a-half would be the final buy point. Um, that's one that it's trickled on, 53-and-a-half, 54 Still okay at 53 and a half there. That would be the final buy point for me. Those two uh, are already in the accounts. And um, you know what? A little special teaser there. I actually went uh, late it with USC. So there was some 30, 30 and a half out there. Not not as much as the other ones, but like USC as well, I think they put up a number on San Jose State. So just to kind of give a little market update on the, those Kanish games that he's talking about. So San Diego State hosting Ohio. San Diego State opened four and a half. That's all the way down to two. So Kanish is telling you he thinks that's going to keep going down, that Ohio is going to keep getting bet. And the over in UTEP Jacksonville State, I remember when you gave it out like three weeks ago, it had been bet up a little bit. Now it's up four, four and a half points, obviously, because because you like it and a lot of other people probably like it too. Uh, USC, why don't we go to that game next? I know you said you're laying them. Uh, it's like 30 and a half against San Jose State. What do you make of them this year? They were, uh, I did pretty well at win totals last year. This was a team I got totally wrong. I bet against a, a transfer team, a transfer portal team, and I got smoked and they went over and I bet under. Um, I don't think I will. We're going to do Pac-12 later in the show. I don't think I will have a bet on their win total this year. It's probably correct for me. Do you like them? Do you think Caleb can repeat his Heisman? Like any bets related to USC, obviously you think they're going to get off to a pretty good start. So I'm not, I think they're a little, in terms of the Pac-12 market, a little bit rich for me, probably a little bit overpriced. I think in this game specifically, they've upgraded their talent level on defense through the portal. I think they'll be better. Um, and it's a team where I like, the one of these teams, I like USC, and they're all going against an overmatched opponent here. They're a team that loves to run it up. I think the offense will face very little resistance. San Jose State's defense not bringing the sun back. I think they'll struggle a lot. So for me, I- I'm not in on USC in terms of like betting them to pack, win the Pac-12 or go to the playoff or any of that. I do love the matches. They're one of these teams, especially like you know a Lincoln Riley team, a little bit better defense. One of those teams, I think, when they can go up against an overmatched opponent, where they're just going to be able to put a number on them here. So kind of like the matchup. We'll be more on them and more of a week-to-week basis um, than I will be in the futures market, especially 
because the Pac-12, even though it's on its deathbed, is as loaded as it's been in a long time. So it'll be nice to watch the conference uh, before it completely goes into ruins. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a wonderful football Wednesday, talking college football and all things sports betting with our good friend, pro sports better Joey Kanish. Kanish is on Twitter at Joey Kanish 22. Kanish, when I look at the, the Navy Notre Dame point spread, I feel like I just ingested about a pound of cold brew. I start shaking in anticipation at the thought of betting against Marcus Freeman as a big favorite. Now, the number's dipped below 21. Notre Dame, a 20-and-a-half point favorite. Total 49-and-a-half on our show sponsor, BetMGM. Uh, should we be betting Navy here? Should we be betting against Notre Dame? What are your bets here, if any, for Navy and Notre Dame? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, this is one, uh, both, I, I know some people on both sides of the game, both sides of the total market. You've seen the total come down here now, dip under 50. There apparently some potential weather, uh, you know, uh, across the pond in Ireland. That could be a little bit of a factor. The thing that I'm, has, if this was your traditional Navy for the last, you know, since World War II, we're running the triple option, I'd be all over. 21 of they're going to try Army and Navy. They're trying out these new systems. Apparently, they're going to be a little bit more pass happy, try and run some different. I, I'm just not sure what to expect. And in the history, especially the recent history of college football, when you've seen triple option teams try and modify their system and go to something more modern, year one tends to be a, a total disaster. Like, they don't have any of the talent to do that. They try and, you know, pass a little bit more. They don't have players to fit for that. So I'm a little, again, gun to my head, Navy would still be the side I'm playing. But for week one, especially in these week zero, week one, Army, Navy, I need to see a little bit about, like, what they don't, and their team are they're very secretive. They don't do a lot of the spring game. They don't do any of the open scrimmage. So I'm just not sure what this Navy offense is going to look like um, with with some of the changes, new coaching staff. So gun to my head, if you, if you want an action play, I would take the 20 and a half, um, but it's not one that, that I'm going to have a, a serious wager on uh, just based off, like, I don't know what we're getting from Navy in this game. Condition, in terms of week one, uh, I was like week zero, we only have the Saturday games. Week one, we start having weeknight games, Thursday night, Friday night, and some pretty interesting matchups. We've talked about Florida, Utah. We talked about it the last time we had you on. The reason we did that is that we felt like maybe the market might be starting to move on this game because of uh, questions about whether Utah's starting quarterback, Cam Rising, is going to be back and available. It was always going to be kind of like a race to the finish line to see if he was going to play. Then his backup gets hurt, and then nobody knows what's going on. Seems like it's less and less likely that Rising will play. How do I know that? Well, the market on Florida, Utah has been moving a lot in the last five, four or five days, basically. Utah opened nine and a half. It was seven, seven and a half when we had you on last week. Now it's four and a half, five. So Utah at home against Florida. They played last year, obviously, at the Swamp. This is now a four and a half, five point spread. Do you think we're done moving? Do you expect rising to play? Any additional handicap here for people that are maybe late arriving on this game? It's pretty interesting. I would say right now, um, based off what, what one of the, the, the beat reporters of Utah that I think is a good source, and then a, uh, we'll call him a Kanishi Mole, um, is a well placed. I would put it like high 90s. I don't want to say maybe 99%. That rising does not play in this game. I don't want to say 100, um, uh, but I would say it's almost assuredly he won't be the quarterback for this one. Probably going to be Brian Barnes, who was their QB2 last year, was going in to be QB3. I think you'll see one last steam bump when it's officially announced. Now, when that comes, 
that's the big question because it could be one of those like um, Whittingham usually likes to play it up. It might be one of those where it's hour, half hour before the game, before you see it actually announced. So I think you'll see one last uh, little bit of steam here probably gets into the four range, flat four range. Um, and at some point, I would imagine there'll be a little bit of Utah buyback depending on, you know, where those teams do. But at this point, I, if, you know, if you haven't gotten a Florida bet in, I, I think I, I think you've got to just sit this one out here. Um, is one of those that, you know, we, we said last week on the show, well, it was still sitting seven. The rising news is going to come, put it in your pocket. And now I'd leave it alone. I would definitely expect him not to play in this one uh, and the number to creep down just a little bit more. But for the most part, it's baked in now. The the rising news is going to come. Put it in your pocket. It's a really, a really great Joey Kanish line. Kanish, <laughs> we have about a minute to go, maybe about 90 seconds to go here. Um, yesterday on the show, Ken and I talked defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. And our number one of today's show, we'll get back to it in a little bit, offensive rookie of the year. I think there's a strong case to be made. And I'm not just saying this because you're on with us right now and you're a noted Detroit Lions super fan. I, I like Gibbs in the offensive rookie of the year market plus 750 right now at BetMGM. I love Jack Campbell in the, the defensive rookie of the year market at 15 to one right now at BetMGM. Both first round picks from your for your Detroit Lions this past April. It's like who it's like who cares about like real life? Like, yeah, it could be bad picks to take a running back and a linebacker. Also, they might be really good football players immediately for this Lions team. What do you make of Gibbs and Campbell in their respective rookie of the year markets here in about 60 seconds? No, I love it. I mean, you texted me out yesterday, and I was in total agreement. Here's what the Lions did in the draft. They And this might not be the great positional value to long term. They took guys they needed to win now, to play now in this year. And it was Jack Campbell and Jared Gibbs who were like, our instant impact going to start from day one guys on a good football team. And you've seen Campbell in the preseason look like an absolute tackling machine. And he's going to have the stat, you know, the basics that, what do you look for? What are these voters? Either sacks or tackles. And he's going to have a absolute crap ton of tackles. And I think he'll be live in that market and kind of be your starting linebacker uh, sooner than later on this team. So I agree with you. We talked Gibbs a few weeks ago on the show that he was going to be an electric part of this Lions offense and immediately getting feed. So I'm with you. I think both of them are live. I think both of them are basically going to get full reps. Uh, and, hey, hey, on the board, baby. We're, hey, I, it, it's finally good to see you boys coming around to the Honolulu Blue Bandwagon, baby. We're going to double dip offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And hopefully you guys get to the playoffs this year, unlike what the Jets did last year, not making it with an offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Kanish, 10 seconds to go. Unfortunately, the tennis bet last week did not know, did not win. And I know that because I had less money after the, the bet started than uh, after the bet ended than when it started. Give us a random uh, winner for this week, please, Kanish, in the old account in about 10 seconds. FIBA basketball start. Remember we gave out Dominican Republic a few weeks ago. This is the tournament starts Friday. South Sudan plus two plus three versus Puerto Rico. Not regular Sudan. South Sudan versus Puerto Rico. They're live, baby. The Sudanese are coming for them. And I uh, wouldn't want to be, uh, you know, Puerto Rico in this tournament, baby. South Sudan, very live. Let's go. Jake, Jake's giving us the count in our ears. How much time's left in the segment, and he's laughing. Uh, Kanish, we don't have time to say goodbye. On Twitter, Joey Kanish22, the absolute best. Just an absolute legend. Pete Futak coming up next, talking college football. <laughs> South Sudan. <laughs> we'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. What?